What is up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Backroads and Bonfires. Podcast for the people, for the blue-collar folk, and those who want to just forget about life for an hour and enjoy very insightful conversation by three friends. This is episode five, and let's get into it. For the first time ever, Steve, Brett, Sorry, I should introduce you. This is Steve that you can't see. Where there did, it is again. There did, it is again. What did we Every just, episode. What did we just Well, I kind of did it, but I forgot to do it introductory style. So just I was just going to say your name and ask how you were doing. Man, brutal. That man joining me is Brett Hahn. Yellow. The other man joining me is Steve Hamer. What's up? There it is. Are you asleep right now, Ped? And we my you sound eyes like you might be asleep. Hurt. My eyes hurt real good. I can hear but it. Like a champ, I'm gonna power through. Champions don't make them, excuses. Should have chugged one of them mellow yellows from your 12-year stash. <laughs> I currently actually don't have any mellow yellow. I've been working on Shirley Temples. Mm. So good. Yeah, that's a lot, so a lot of caffeine in that seven up. <laughs> yep. I'm going to power through my tiredness because as Spencer Lee would say, excuses are for wusses. So anyway, cool. how's everybody doing? Let's catch up. Not like we haven't talked to each other lately. How's everybody doing? Wow. It's like, it's like every part of your brain that should be like just internalized and your brain should be telling you like, no need to say this out loud and completely undercut what you just said but then it just comes right out of your mouth and 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 then my brain is like really okay cool that's where we're Pure going gold <laughs> not much new here just a cold rainy week but it's better than snow true agreed snow sucks <laughs> all right a lot of fire uh <laughs> woo! the Let's masters concluded today <laughs> The Masters concluded today. Uh, congrats to Hideki Matsuyama, first Japanese guy to win. One thing I noticed, though, while watching the Masters is how absolutely terrible and boring it is without Tiger Woods. I mean, it's still all right. It's the Masters. I mean, it's an amazing tournament, but there's no crowds yelling, no getting excited like there is, no Tiger roars, and even like the guys who aren't Tiger that get them like Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler. I don't know who else I'm forgetting. They weren't even, they didn't even make the cut. So kind of a boring well, Masters Rick, tournament. Ricky didn't, Ricky didn't even play. Huh, true. Yeah. Wow. We discussed this two hours ago when you were at my house. That's what happens when he's asleep and then starts doing a podcast. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm it was... a, a little shocked that you you're upset that golf's boring like yeah it, it was boring before tiger it was still a little boring during tiger and now it's back to boring after tiger real boring thanks, after tiger. Hey, thanks for the take sports balls it's all about the prestige of it steve you gotta wear them cool jackets and stuff and little golf <laughs> claps just oh isn't that oh such a great little putt there yeah just because your people run around without shoes on hey traction we got it Best caddies in the game. Hobbits. Life no, is all a, about. That was a hobbit joke, yeah. I, I clearly. You know, part of like life is all know. about uh, building a brand, and I mean, hobbits have a pretty strong brand, so can't knock them for that. 
we get second breakfast so it is what it is <laughs> and 11 that, that is pretty awesome yeah <laughs> uh brett don't know if you saw but uh twins blew another one today back-to-back terrible losses in the ninth or tenth inning uh yeah edge of my seat entertainment let me tell you i uh i definitely you know i I, te- I try not to do this, but at the end of the day, I really put a lot of my identity and self-worth in a team that uh, I have no affiliation with whatsoever other than just family members that kind of like the team before I was born. <laughs> but uh, man, when they lose, it's like I disappointed everyone, all of the fans. So it was a tough one, tough loss. It was tough. Twins were up six nothing at one point. Then it was six five going into the last inning, and they decided to give up three runs and lose eight six. Riveting, riveting so content. Funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I'm curious if the audience will. <laughs> but well, I guess we won't know. that they will not care. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not them. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, now that we've rivetingly caught up let's get into weird news this week's story is a doozy it involves hamburgers and violence mm. um, a drive through order at a tennessee fast food restaurant took a violent turn on tuesday a customer who was angry about how long her order was taking at a burger king decided to shoot up the <laughs> decided to shoot up the restaurant and it was all caught on camera. Um, Eddie House was quoted as saying, not the NBA player Eddie House, but Eddie House was quoted as saying, crime is just getting bad everywhere now. Uh, House just is disappointed. A Go quick ahead. disclaimer. Adam's laughing because he knows a little more about the story. Nobody got hurt before you think bad things about Adam laughing about somebody <laughs> shooting up a Burger King. <laughs> Nobody got hurt, thankfully. This lady's a lunatic. Back to Adam laughing about yep. shooting. I've almost seen Adam do it, so. <laughs> Give me my McChickens. Wrong uh, restaurant. You want to see a man angry, just go to McD's at 2 in the morning, and their <laughs> drive through is not open with a 400-pound man. It gets ugly. Well, when they hand we you there. all of the fries, I mean, come on. Well, that we was there. awesome. But... We were there at 140, and they're supposed to close at 2. <laughs> so clearly everyone's going to be on my side <laughs> i'm also going to say that anyone that's ever worked in fast food is not going to be on your side <laughs> <laughs> well yeah all right house said he's disappointed a woman is accused of shooting up his local burger king uh and memphis police are now looking for the woman they had uh, it was on camera but apparently they don't know who it is and they haven't been able to catch her which is I'm, weird. I mean, she she full on like she because she got out of her car and walked up to the window, pulled a, a little handgun out, and she like she is in. She's like half of yep. her body is in the window and pointing <laughs> a gun. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it really takes have it your way to the next level, and I'm not quite sure that's what the king meant when he you know put that out there. You know, like he'll he'll take pickles off it if that's how you want it, but man. Pulling out a gun 
Also, I'm not sure if that's getting you your food any faster. I just, I'm very confused at the thought process, but clearly. I'm guessing that, I'm guessing that slowed down the delivery time. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. According to the story, they all, all the employees sprinted out the back door and well, yeah. obviously good choice, but yeah. I, what do you do at that point? Like, do you, you're six cars back. Do you understand that somebody just took a gun up? For, I mean, I guess you would hear the gunshots. So yeah, maybe, but good Lord. Crazy. Oh, they could have thought that ever, someone saw like a mouse or a spider on the floor and all the employees were running away from the animal. <laughs> I'm just saying if you didn't see the employees, but then I remembered you probably heard the gun go off yeah. a couple of times. I, uh, I've always, I've always wanted to be like somewhere where this happened and then I could like tackle and fight off the gunmen and like choke them out and hold them down while someone calls the police. Uh That's like a fantasy of mine is to do that. My favorite quote was from Dwayne Wilson and they asked him what his thoughts were. And he just said, I hate they was impatient. Kids work there. So, you know, that's the thing. (laughs) So thank you, Dwayne. He makes a good Um, point though. If I would have worked at a fast food restaurant, man, I would have been the greatest employee. Mm-hmm. That's an easy job. Ain't no screw you, ups necessary. You definitely would not have let your anger control any part of your uh, of your career at a fast food establishment. <laughs> Can you imagine what you'd be now, Ped? Nothing to be angry about when you're every day. Nothing to be angry about when you're employee of the month for like three straight years. No, you'd be angry. Like, Can you that- imagine? Go ahead, Steve. You can go, Brad. You'd be. Like, can you imagine what? You imagine what other... Adam would be? Oh my god! <laughs> Adam, you'd be so upset that all of your coworkers weren't as great as you, and it would drive you insane. I That's a it. good call. You, you you would be mad. Guaranteed. That's a good call. I dare clean either that, night, though, either that or were... his. Uh... I can't even talk now. <laughs> I was going to say either that or Adam's employees would be amazed at his feats of awesomeness. <laughs> might join in. Uh, Did you just see that guy eat 14 double cheeseburgers? That's awesome. Why is he cooking in flip-flops? What the fuck? <laughs> Did he just turn the stove off with the flip-flop? I mean, dangerous. Kind of cool. I don't know. That's weird. Pretty awesome. <laughs> feats of awesomeness don't exist because they're feats of amazingness. Uh um you're right they don't exist you're right the constant two-on-one battle (laughs) all right that's our weird news story shooting up a burger king i mean burger king's burgers are delicious so i i would get fired up waiting for them too but i don't think i'd shoot a place up have you thought of a iowa nice spin to uh to a woman shooting up a a slow drive-through i've got an idea i would have ran after that lady and tackled her down and taken her gun because I feel like when you see stuff like this happen in cities, everyone just stands around and watches. I feel like here in Iowa, you're like, we're going to take action. We're going to help each other out. We're going to try to protect the people. We're going to go after that gunman. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> My idea for an Iowa and I spin on that, um, instead of walking up to the drive-thru and thinking you got to point a gun at these kids to get your food quicker, which, again, really boneheaded plan there. Why don't you walk up and say, hey, I realize you guys are backed up. Uh, I know shit's hard right now. How about I come in there and I'll just hop on the grill for you. I'll cook my food real quick. I'll chop it down. But then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hop on that grill and I'm going to help you guys catch up. That's what I'm going to do. 
because you know we're from iowa and, and we're here to help and clearly we know how to grill flame broil let's go yep that's i've never heard of anyone in iowa doing that well, of course not but that's if if we're going to the extent of the you know the most Iowanized thing possible that's it but i have seen people cook their own food at clem's so it's almost go. the same pretty much i'm with brett that would happen that's the <laughs> Iowanized side i would I could 100% see me doing that. So Iowa nice it is. <laughs> I'm with Steve. It wouldn't happen. But the idea isn't that it would or wouldn't. It's to come up with. <laughs> and Brett said he was going to go through. Like, were you, were you talking about jumping through the drive through window no. and helping Han? No, I got to go okay. up to the window and tell them. And then they're going to let me in. We'll do the say, thing. I would, I would pay to see Adam wiggle through that window. <laughs> I'd pay anybody to wiggle through that window. They're not big. Yep, just got to suck in a little bit and hop on in. <laughs> yep. Well, thank, thank God you're wearing your belt so that your pants don't come off. Exactly, and it makes me at least an inch skinnier. <laughs> uh, science. <laughs> oh, man, Steve, any thoughts or takes about that story? Not really. I think you guys pretty much covered it all. I gave my input. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, well, that was... I don't know. Maybe someday we'll see that happen. And then I guess we'll see what we do and relay back if we actually were Iowa nice or not. <laughs> I'm not getting uh, in front of a gunman ever. So you can take that off your list. Of, you can take that off your bingo card. Anybody at home <laughs> trying to see, oh, is Brett going to do that? No. If I'm with you and so, if it's backed up, Adam, and you try to go cook, I'm just driving off. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'm not waiting. Well, that's fine. I mean, I'm going to be there cooking for a couple hours. There's no need for you to sit in the drive-thru waiting on me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our food news for this week. I'm very excited for this segment. I've got a lot to talk about. Um, first of all, this is very troubling news. The nationwide ketchup shortage. I'm assuming you all have heard of this. Nope. Steve, have you heard of this? I'm the one who told you about it. <laughs> no, duh. I'm just asking you a question for the podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I love ketchup probably more than most humans. I mean, it, well, I take that back. I'm not one of those psychos who, like, puts it on steak and stuff. But this is very troubling to me because... It's hard to eat fries without ketchup. What are we going to do if there's no ketchup in the world? Just don't eat things that need ketchup. It's There's might just, so might much food out there. <laughs> might. I'm with Steve, actually. We're all going to die. This We're is much worse than the toilet paper shortage, for sure. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel like I'm partly to blame because I used about a fifth of a bottle of ketchup with a helping of fries. That... Uh, that explains the beatus, definitely. Type, <laughs> type two for life. That is way too much. He's like the one packet per fry type guy. <laughs> you know, I'm ashamed to admit how long it took me to realize that like ketchup uh, was just pretty much sugar, just liquid sugar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had no clue for the longest it's really time. Unhealthy. And then I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. That's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've had uh, sugar-free, Whole30 compliant ketchup. It's, my, it's like eating cat throw up. Wow. It's not good. 
I'm not. Sounds awful. I'm not going to ask how you know that comparison, but uh, just yeah, uh, good call. (laughs) I appreciate you not asking. Another thing that I have been craving basically my entire life, but really started craving in the last couple of weeks is a good crawfish boil. Mm. Gosh, I've always wanted to go to a crawfish boil in the South and just, uh, they just look so amazing. And everyone who's had them says they're amazing. And I'm just sad that I have never been to a crawfish boil. So Mm. you've never tried it, but you're craving it. Yes, exactly. He's craving the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. And because I mean, I know I'm 100% certain that I would think it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. What uh, on, on a scale of your top tens, you think in your mind, is it already a top three, top seven food ever? I don't know. I, this is mainly a poor joke, but yeah, whatever. I could see it sneaking well, it, into a top 10 spot. There you go. It's a, it's his number 90 on his top 10 all time foods. <laughs> no, 79. <laughs> all righty um what do you guys have for some food news or amazing things you made or tried this week that you want to share with us why don't you take it away steve (laughs) didn't really eat anything amazing this week just grilled a few nights there you go go. the always insightful steve hamer well (laughs) you can't go wrong with you can't go wrong with teeth and taller brats i mean there you go oh Mm. man jalapeno pineapple so good Half of that sounds good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, they are so good. Even dollar brats. What about you, Brett? Uh, uh, Similar to Steve, I I don't uh, do a lot of my own cooking, uh, mostly because I'm single. I just don't like cooking for myself. But I've got an opinion that uh, I'm not sure how it's going to fly, but we'll put it out into the universe and see what people think. Uh, when it comes to potatoes, this kind of goes with your ketchup stuff, Pad. When it comes to potatoes and the things that they can turn into, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that tater tots are the best version of what can come out of that. It's better than fries. I don't care what kind of fry, regular, crinkle, waffle. I do love a waffle fry, but tater tots, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, just for the sake of this argument, they're better than mashed potatoes and twice baked potatoes, uh, all that stuff. Regular baked potatoes, oh tater tots. My insides are dying. The best version of a of a potato. Bam! Wow, love tater tots. Number one, mm, delicious. I mean, it is. That's 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 how you see it. So I'm not gonna say you're you're wrong because it is your personal opinion. I just <laughs> wow. very much. I, Disagree with that. <laughs> I say a food sucks and I'm a terrible human being. Brett says, <laughs> and it's like, oh, whatever. That's Very tater tots are still delicious. <laughs> They're just not. I just don't agree with anything he said is all. Just a very measured response, whereas you oh, know, last last time blood. I said something that Adam didn't agree with, I was told I was wrong. <laughs> well, stop being wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> And I'm oh, sure, shit. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are, are going to be uh, uh, maybe not up in arms, but at least staring at whatever device they're listening to this on and just shaking their heads like that. Bo- some That boy ain't right. That boy. Ain't <laughs> right. But that's OK. Tater tots for life. If you don't want them, sp- send them over to me. Delicious. Mm. Yeah. What do you think about that, Steve? I do like a good tater tot casserole. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I would say that mashed potatoes, twice baked potatoes, 
baked potatoes, if you put a little butter and sour cream, are definitely better in my opinion. But I wouldn't say fries are necessarily better. Mashed potatoes is hard for me. I yeah. the baked and the twice baked. I I uh, me personally, whatever, don't care. I'll eat them. They're fine. Yeah. Too, mu- too much work, really. I'm I'm a bum. I don't know if the audience has figured that out in in four <laughs> episodes, but I'm a bum. Uh, mashed potatoes no are my eyes. very good, though. Very good. But I I just yeah. for the sake of this argument, I'm just gonna tip my hat towards the tater tot best all time potato boom i'm irish so how are you gonna how are you gonna argue with that i mean come on should almost just take what he says as gospel when it comes to (laughs) potatoes and uh i regret (laughs) saying anything uh do not take anything i say as gospel all right i think i'm gonna go to bed tonight thinking like well i feel like i think like tater tots are the best now because brett's (laughs) at it and he's irish i'm fine with you going down that rabbit hole but uh i definitely don't need uh any church of tater tots popping up because of me so brett i would like to present a question to you okay me and steve and the hansons had this discussion the other day and okay it was me versus those three. Oh, riveting okay. uh but aaron sent a text and said if you had to choose one of the soft drink companies and like their soft drinks that come with it that you could have for the rest of your life would you either do coke products or pepsi products well, For me, it's an easy Coke products. They all said Pepsi products. Yeah. I'd love to hear your take on that. Well, it should be fairly obvious. Uh, Pepsi, because Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product and therefore Diet Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product. Uh, I'll put it to you this way, Adam, Steve, and audience. Without the magical uh, power that is imbued within every bottle and can and two liter of Diet Mountain Dew or even Fountain uh, without that, I would not be able to hold a professional career. I've worked many <laughs> overnight jobs. Uh, and after those overnight jobs, I've worked a lot of jobs that require uh, just an, an exorbitant amount of patience. And uh, without my legal fix of caffeine uh, in liquid form, I just don't think I could uh, go on with it. Now, I do love a good Diet Coke, but they don't really have anything to compare anywhere near in my eyes to a good old diet Mountain Dew. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of the major melon. And of course I'm speaking to the zero version, AKA diet for anybody who's you know, under that illusion, that major melon do at least the diet version. Very good. Very good. Mm. Huh. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys remember the pop bubble up? It sounds familiar. Gosh, is that like a fairway oh, or like a great value pop or what was that? I don't think it was. I think it was its own thing and it, it, it like went away in like the 90s, but they still have it at um, the Clay County Fair, hmm. the beef building where you, where you go to get all the beef, the branding iron. There we go. Where you get beef meals. They still have it on Fountain there. Hmm. Oh, Lordy. What other it pops? Is so good. What other pops do they have on Fountain? Because that might tell you. They have four. They have Bubble Up, Regular, and Diet Pepsi, and Mountain Dew. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder and if 7 I... Up sued them into the ground. <laughs> and say, be, you know I... what? Only one pop can be up around here, and we've got <laughs> seven of them. 
<laughs> get out of town it was Ugh. it was an old west standoff it was very awkward they had just those kitty <laughs> bubble guns it was it was strange very strange uh the classic battle of the ups mm-hmm. um i have one more thing i want to share with you guys this is related to food because it involves a pizzazz <laughs> i despise the smoke detector in my kitchen <laughs> I don't have a microwave because I just use my pizzazz or my oven to, I want to have less things for uh, counter space. And I reheat, I was reheating some burgers and Nathan's hot dogs on my pizzazz. No smoke. This happens like four days in a row. I mean, there's no smoke. All you can smell it cooking a little bit. There's no smoke in my brand new smoke detectors they put in before I moved to my apartment. Go off every 30 seconds. I'll fan it out, go off, open my door and everything. Smoke detectors two feet from the door. Figure stuff's going out the door. Nope. Keeps going off. And let me tell you, it is loud. Yeah. And it wouldn't stop. So finally, I just took the smoke detector off. And it's currently in a drawer in my kitchen. So <laughs> I've, I've got, first of all, super safe. I'm, I'm glad that the people that probably rent to you can hear that. Uh, very good stuff. <laughs> it's the most sensitive smoke detector ever. Well, quick question for you. Does it go off literally any other time? Like when you're not using the pizzazz, has it ever gone off any other time? Not once. So a thing that is literally called a smoke detector goes off when you're using one very specific piece of machinery that can cause smoke. Now, just because it's not your level of backdraft 90s movie smoke, (laughs) I, I'm going to go ahead and assume there's some smoke coming off it enough for that to detect. I just, hmm. But the solution, take the, take it down, put it in a drawer, hope that you don't burn to death in your sleep, yes. which the really loud alarm would then wake you up from and save you. But, yeah, you know, such an inconvenience when you're pizzazzing food. You're, I understand that it can do it. I just, I'm not sure it was ever meant to. <laughs> Some great insight. I'm just, you know, that, that's just me. I'm a bum. <laughs> I think we really, I think we really solve some of the world's issues there when it comes to food. Yeah. I'm proud sure. of you guys. Yeah. I think your parents are proud of you too. No, no. Yeah, doubtful. That will never happen. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Man, how quickly that turned around. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yep. You're very convincing. sleepy adam is uh, very agreeable (laughs) note for the future yes sir hut 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 all right well a very important birthday happened at the beginning of april you're oh no okay we're not talking about me again i thought we were just going to circle back to to me having a birthday but that's okay all right hey We'll hit you up 11 and a half months from now. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Something to look uh, forward to, bro. <laughs> There's so few things. Uh, turning 28 years old at the beginning of April was, in my opinion, the greatest childhood movie of all time. One of the greatest baseball movies of all time. I haven't done my ranking, so I'm not going to give it a certain spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it is none other than 
the kids that taught us how to just freely enjoy our summers. They taught us how to make s'mores. Mm. It's none other than the kids from the sand lot. My goodness. What an absolutely game changing, incredible, nostalgic film. Uh, it came out in 93. So we were, I was six. Gosh, I thought, you know, since that came out, let's talk about some of the fun, exciting childhood things we did, the outdoor things we did, the how, what it meant to our youth to be outdoors and young and free and playing outside, just causing just mischief, a, getting in trouble. Oh, yes, yeah. Running away parents. from giant, terrifying nightmare dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, making so, out with or confusing a lifeguard into thinking we're drowning just so we can make out with them oh yeah <laughs> it's so relatable definitely <laughs> great movie oh man this just i was when i was like writing stuff down and thinking about the sandlot i was like getting nostalgic and emotional just thinking about how awesome <laughs> it was back when we were young and you cried didn't you <laughs> i thought about it Steve, I think he, they stayed. I th- he really needs some sleep. He just, he really just, he's so sad <laughs> that they're having fun and he's not sleeping. It's just rough. <laughs> I am a softie. I'm not going to lie. I am a crier. <laughs> but these tears stayed in the ducks. Just tuck your shirt in and wear a belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you guys have any favorite? memories about their thoughts about the sandlot and how absolutely incredible it was or how it related to your life or stories or anything i've got a lot well we had our own sandlot for town kids mm-hmm. so yep it was the good great. old hammer lot mm-hmm. a lot of craziness went down out there <laughs> a lot of stupid fights boys yep. Yep. boys yeah yeah steve's parents live on main street in elton behind their house is the football field here in our town and between steve's parents house and the football field is a i'd say at least i don't know 200 feet long giant open yard where a lot of pickup baseball games and home run derbies and football games and fights went down and Mm -hmm. i always heard about them and never participated because i was probably walking beans or something (laughs) And there was a basketball court right next to it. I mean, if we want to think about where I played the most sports ball in my entire life, it was within that, you know, 300 foot radius it was right there. Yes, sir. The old T court. Oh yeah. I mean, we even played hockey there. That's true. That's true. What? You guys played hockey? Yeah. Yeah. That was when Mighty Ducks was coming out. I mean, yeah. I did. I've never heard this ever that you guys played hockey at yeah. the T courts. Steve had yeah. a hell of a knuckle puck. It was crazy. Yeah. Busted out the old rollerblades and hockey sticks. Yeah. What yeah. The heck? Did we play with a Gosh, ball? Dang. Did we I shoot? I think we a... had both. Yeah. I think you're I'm right. I'm pretty sure we had both. Yeah. Ball is a bad idea for the record. Just a horrible, horrible idea. <laughs> a lot like an apple coming at you when you're stuck in a tree. Not not ideal. I love I love that uh, we call it the tea courts and only basketball and hockey's ever been played on the tennis court. <laughs> on the tennis courts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Running into those posts was not fun when they were still in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
somebody Man, checks used... you for a ball and then you run into that like just got double teamed <laughs> good lord <laughs> well uh while you guys were doing that i was out by myself in the country uh hitting rocks with baseball bats <laughs> i had two baseball bats i had a old I don't know. It was just plain gray. I didn't even have any writing on it. I don't even know where my dad got it. I think he used it in his church softball league. I turned it into my bat that I would uh, hit rocks with when I played uh, <laughs> one on nine myself versus another baseball team where I was the only player on every team. Um, <laughs> and I also had an old. Your childhood old... is way sadder than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I had fun. You got to make do. <laughs> I'm an only child and even that hurt me. <laughs> all because all because Mike wouldn't let him ride his bike to town. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then uh let's see. Then I think I had one of those old black and orange reflex bats. Once the other one got like completely destroyed and like had holes and stuff in it, and I just couldn't use it anymore. I used that re- actually I take it back. I remember what it was. It you was a black an and blue. One? It was a black and blue black magic bat. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I would stand in the driveway. I'd pick up rocks from the driveway. I'd make sure no cars were coming down the highway. And then I I'd... disagree. I never hit it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I... sometimes I'd cut it close for a little thrill. I mean, I, the the idea <laughs> that you paid attention to see, like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I don't have any proof. I'm just going to call BS. I just knew that I was so good at hitting home runs that I always get over the car. Okay. Okay, Bambino. <laughs> yeah. I would I would stand in the driveway and uh my parents the one the as a middle driveway like that goes out onto the highway, there's power lines on the other side. And if I hit it over the power lines, it was a home run and I'd have like <laughs> home run derbies against myself. I'd pick like four major league baseball players and see who hit the most and would win the home run derby and <laughs> I'd, wow I would do what stuff a, like that what a great <laughs> steve <had> fun steve <laughs> i think we know where the adam feats of amazingness started exactly. oh my god look exactly. at all these home runs i just hit oh. <laughs> oh you gotta do something for fun it's i mean i would it's got go all the elements to... nobody's around to prove it and it's just mediocre at best adam feeds I, I feel like <laughs> kenny rogers wrote that baseball song about you adam <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> he probably drove by driving to some show and saw this kid by himself outside hitting rocks with a baseball bat <laughs> hey i got a song idea too bad he doesn't <laughs> have any friends to play with <laughs> oh man but yeah, gosh, so many amazing. That's all I ever, all we ever wanted to do was be outside, do stuff. I remember uh, Thomas had a birthday party one year, and we went for his birthday party. We just played football, the football field for like four straight hours. We're like going back to his house and having like a sleepover. Uh, the one thing I remember from the football party, or from the birthday party where we played football, was after the game was over. I remember Wyatt dared me. I was talking about how hot and sweaty I was. Wyatt dared me to cool off by dumping a can of Pepsi over my head. <laughs> and I did. And my entire head of hair turned 
like I had put an entire bottle of gel in it, just <laughs> sticky, stuck in place, horribly uncomfortable. I remember I was so pissed off at Wyatt for telling me to do it. Wyatt yeah. was just laughing at me. How dare you, Wyatt? How dare you tell me to do something? Yeah. How dare you suggest it? Then I follow through. <laughs> Don't you know that I'll do anything? How could you? Oh, man, so many good things. But remember the. Uh, did you guys ever do any of the two-on-two basketball tournaments at old Hanson Court behind Denton and Melissa's house? No, not that I, I was. That oh. was long before I was friends with you guys. That's true. That was probably like do fifth you, through eighth grade, maybe or something like that. Do you yeah. honestly think anyone wants me on their two v two team? Like, <laughs> hey, Brett's here. The that turns into who is stuck with Brett, not who wants Brett. Yeah. Hey Brett, go play half-ass defense, and please, please don't shoot, and honestly, don't pass. I'll just come to you for the ball, okay? Just, every, <laughs> just stop, just stop. I got it. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I did. There were, uh, I don't, I don't think I even bothered. I, uh, yeah, you just got to know your weaknesses, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Two v two, you know, put me on a team of five. I could, you know, I could maybe help here and there and not be the worst team of two not many places to hide there gonna see how bad i am <laughs> oh lordy oh what do you got uh I mean, go ahead steve i mean we learned a lot back in the old lot too like i said i was telling you earlier we have a friend named john he's a terrible athlete <laughs> but uh <laughs> a lot had trees he was on a weedy so box so so if you hit a baseball into those trees, it was a guessing game where that ball was coming down. <laughs> so someone hit one in the tree, John runs over to catch it, catches it right with his eyeball. <laughs> Worst black eye I've ever seen. <laughs> but it was funny. Uh, that explains a lot about John. Yeah, agreed. Funny for everyone <laughs> but John. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was the worst getting stuff stuck in the tree. I remember we were uh we would go to like Corlew's house and play home run derby in their backyard with like a wiffle bat, a tennis ball, or we'd play at the farm sometimes. I remember once at the farm, I got a tennis ball stuck in the tree. I went to throw a football at it to get it out, got football stuck in the tree. Went to throw a basketball at him, basketball stuck in the tree. I remember this day. Last resort, I threw a baseball bat up there thinking I could start getting <laughs> stuff out with. Uh, surely a baseball bat's not going to get stuck baseball bat got stuck in the tree <laughs> we're done so when you didn't, when you didn't say by we to play with when you say by we was like you and your friends quotation marks <laughs> no. there was real real life people out there that day because i'm pretty oh, sure okay. i was okay. there and it would have had hey. to have either been somebody like thomas or Derek. some there was people there to witness it because i somebody other than you i was dying with laughter every <laughs> in pure disbelief it might have even been joel it doesn't matter but just pure disbelief because like even normally i would disagree to say that you and me had the same thought going on but this day i was i was right in line with you like there's no way the bat's getting stuck up there boom stuck like this tree yep. should definitely have been uh a goalie in hockey like nothing was getting by him it was just staying there for life it was crazy <laughs> we uh there was other living breathing humans there that is correct <laughs> um but go figure that they all come out and uh 
all that stuff happens. There's two words for that. <laughs> Call that old Pedersen luck. I was gonna say that was uh first that was, off, this was long before the curse. So don't <laughs> even start. <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of Pedersen uh feats of amazingness. That one actually qualifies. It was amazing True. how bad you are at getting your ball back out of the tree. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't remember if my uncle Doug, I think, like the next time he was, I mean, the stuff was up there for like a week or so. Oh, yeah. I think the next time my uncle Doug was back, he like lifted my dad up in the tractor bucket. My dad started getting stuff down with like our apple picker. <laughs> if I remember oh, right. <laughs> oh, I, uh, Staying home run derby. I just thought of another amazing story. We would go up, play home run derby at the baseball diamonds there when we were getting older and throw to each other. And probably the greatest athletic moment of Derek Leitz's life. <laughs> we were playing home run derby at the fields where the, that big apartment complex is in the background. Yep. And Joel gets a hold of one and it's going. And he was, he had, I think he was kind of mad because he hadn't hit yet. So he finally gets one. And it's going, and we were out in the outfield shagging. <laughs> and Derek, Derek goes and climbs the fence and robs him of a home run. <laughs> and Joel was so freaking pissed off because he was finally getting the home run. And Derek makes the freaking greatest play of his life, and it, like literally three feet over the fence, catches it and robs him. And we're all freaking out and hugging Derek and yelling and Joel saying it should count. It should count. And we made the rule beforehand. If you get robbed, it doesn't count. And that's one of the most mad. That's one of the most mad moments I've ever witnessed by Joel. And simultaneously, maybe the greatest moment of Derek Leach's life. I was going to say that that is a real, uh, <laughs> a real dichotomy of sides there. Joel, very into sports, very athletic, very, very good at sports and not that Derek was bad certainly better than me uh but man uh stealing one from Joel especially with that amount of effort uh that had <laughs> to have just been a, a real shining moment for him oh man I would never I'll never forget the what it looked like in my head is one of the greatest things I've ever seen I remember I was pitching <laughs> to Joel and we all just throw our hands up oh Joel just like throwing bats. No way that counts as a home run. That counts. <laughs> so mad. It <sighs> seems like a situation where Derek would usually get injured. Yeah, no Accurate. kidding. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't like rip his armpit on the top of the fence or something. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Gosh, I could just go on for days. Yeah, uh, apparently. Brett, you spent a lot of time at the Hamers. What do you I got? Did. Yeah. Yeah. A couple injuries. Uh, shocker. Uh, you know, me getting hurt, but yeah, Steve's mom, uh, was my babysitter growing up. Great times over there. Uh, but, uh, one time in particular, not so great. Uh, and shockingly we weren't out in the, uh, the open field or the tea courts or anything. We were, we were on the property. Uh, <laughs> we decided that day it, uh, be kind of fun to play a little hide and seek, you know, nothing strange about that just a little hide and seek um i think eric holton a good friend of ours was uh was it at this point in the day he started counting and uh my little seven-year-old brain started firing like where are you gonna hide and for some reason i thought in the back of the astro van would be just a genius spot you know i'm not trapped 
Uh, nobody's going to hear me going in there like this. I mean, man, fantastic. I'm a small guy. It's going to be hard to get me, you know, like, oh, if they try to reach over that back seat, they definitely can't tag me. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, not sure what I was thinking. So, uh, you know, I, of course, uh, that that passes the check of, yeah, great idea. So I just rip open that sliding side door, making as much noise as humanly possible. You know, that way the person who's like less than 10 feet away definitely can't hear me trying to do this. Yeah. Again, no clue. So I slam it shut because whatever, now they know. And I crawl over the back seat and get into the very back of it, effectively trapping myself. So, you know, at that point, uh, Eric just runs the countdown and I, the first thing I hear is the sliding door open. Shocker. I know closest thing to him knows exactly where I am. So he reaches over, just tags the shit out of me. And like, I mean, obviously, obviously. So now it's on, I, now I'm it and I gotta go, you know, I gotta make this happen, but I'm going to try to get Eric back before he gets to a safe zone. So I'm climbing over, I'm trying to get out and, uh, you know, I, uh, I get to the, the open sliding door area and I'm running and I'm thinking, all right, we just take a step here, step there. We're outside. We're sprinting again. Uh, all of a sudden I start tilting in a fashion that doesn't make much sense. And I slam into the ground, uh, right arm first. And, uh, in hindsight, uh, I thought I was taking one more step before going out of the van, you know, like when you're going up or down steps and you occasionally like count an extra step and you just commit your foot to it. Like there is a step here. And then like, you know, gosh, dang, I know that feeling. Well, yeah, I'm hoping everyone does. Cause it'll make me feel better about what I did, but you just commit to it. And you're like, there's definitely a step there. Well, I did the similar thing, but uh, you know, right outside of a van, I just, you know, uh, Wiley coyote, that foot right outside the door, nothing there to catch it. Whole body goes out and, you know, I'm, I'm seven. It's not like I weighed a whole lot. And again, this isn't very high off the ground, just a, you know, a nineties van, you know, we're talking maybe a foot off the ground, but I did it with such a force. I went straight down and all of my weight went right onto my right forearm and I shattered that thing, both bones completely broken. And uh, Steve can attest to this. My arm was normally your arm is straight. I know that shouldn't be shocking, but if you went from my hand past my wrist, shortly after that, my arm then curved up to the nice Ugh. little U and then curved back down and went straight again. So oh, it looked kind of like a roller coaster. It was pretty cool. Go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how my arm looked. Of course, uh, I'm screaming, screaming. You know, those billy goats that <laughs> take that times a thousand. That's what's coming out of my body at that exact moment. Cause uh, looking back, I'm not sure if it actually hurt or if I was just terrified at what I was seeing or thinking of how humiliating it was going to be in the future to admit to people that I shattered both bones in my arm by falling less than a foot because I missed a step playing <laughs> hide and seek at my babysitters. But who knows? Screaming for my life like I was literally going to die, bleed out in two seconds. There was no blood. The bones didn't pop through or anything. Just got a weird Gumby arm going on. So that's what I'm doing. Now, the person I was chasing, Eric, turns around and just hears me screaming. And, you know, I can't 
tell you what was going through his mind at the time, but he races over, sees me on the ground, sees my curve, my new curved arm, you know, upgrade. Cool. Uh, and decides at that moment that the best decision is grab my arm exactly where it's broken, right in the curve, grab it, essentially pick it up and start shaking it and say to me, you got to get up. You got to get up. The game's going to be over. You got to get up. Marsha's going to come out. You got to get up. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, it only made me scream more and louder. And yeah, of course the game's over, Eric. My arm is in, is in eight directions Eric, currently. What's wrong with you, Eric? <laughs> it, it was like jello. It was. Yeah. You want to talk about your arm last week, Ped, where you got hit in the elbow or whatever and you couldn't throw worth a crap. Yeah, well... My I was arm ask looked. You if you thought you could make the throw to first base after this, <laughs> yeah, my arm looked how yours <laughs> felt. There, yeah, that math checks. So, needless to say, uh, Marsha comes out and she was very distraught. Got me over to the hospital. Got a good old uh, cast on. Had to go up around the elbow, so I definitely had you know Mr. Roboto arm for quite a while there. Couldn't Henry go swimming. Arm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that movie was, I don't know, maybe around the same time. I, uh, for the record, did not help me throw any better or faster <laughs> at any point in my life. Uh, the worst part was I couldn't go swimming with that cast. Not until the second one. That one was waterproof or whatever. But yeah, brutal. Uh, you know what, Brett? While you were telling that story, it made me realize maybe that happening was the inspiration as to why Eric uh, went into physical therapy and now is a physical therapist. <laughs> it might've all started right there. I, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to take credit for it, but if I was the catalyst uh, for that, I, I would just ask Eric to never ever grab any broken part of anyone's body and yell, we got to get up. You got to get up. <laughs> uh, traumatic. Very, whew, what a day. You're an inspiration for us all, bro. <laughs> oh man. Hey, as long as I can lift everyone else up by completely making ridiculous mistakes, I'm here for it. Uh, man. Like I was like this one, we're recording this one. So that mistake is not happening. So there you go. Hey, hot, 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 hot. Call back. <laughs> oh man. I was, I wasn't there for that one. I went to Annie Fry's and never went to Hamer's for babysitting. So geez, if I just realized if I would have gone to the Hamer's for babysitting, I probably could have got a little Hamer lot action in when I was younger. Oh yeah. Easily. We pretty, we pretty much lived out there. Yes. Dang. Guess it wasn't meant to be. I was either hitting rocks by myself at home or shooting sparrows with my BB gun. Um, Way to go, Mike and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, I appreciate it. You built my character and made me the man I am. Uh-huh. Uh. Character. <laughs> All nine of them. All nine of his characters. <laughs> oh, speaking of nine. Sleepy, angry, dopey. All nine of them. <laughs> speaking of nine, I want to give a thanks to Scott Smalls, to Benny the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> it took me a moment. To Ham Porter. <laughs> to Squints Paladoris. Yeah. To Yeah Yeah McClellan. <laughs> Jared Garrison. AKA Jared Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> to Kenny DeNunez. <laughs> to Bertram Grover Weeks. And to Timmy and Tommy 
Timmons. Tommy Timmons, also known as Repeat, said everything his brother said. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for the amazingness that is The Sandlot. What an absolutely unbelievable, timeless movie. Can't wait to show it to my son or daughter someday. And they were not only were they just living the dream as kids out like in the summertime, enjoying, you know, the fresh air and playing baseball, but they also were smart. They built that contraption to got the baseball back from the beast. They were not too bad. <laughs> is that is that the first time that you uh got in your head that chewing was cool? Like you didn't quite get the message from that movie that maybe chewing be. was a bad idea. Bertrand the pulls it chief. out. <laughs> the big chief. Jaw. <laughs> uh, what a great oh movie. <laughs> oh man. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as we did. I'm sure everyone had their own things that they did outside and fun stuff they did. And hopefully if uh, any kids today hear that, they'll be inspired to go outside and do the same and live a little and have some fun outdoors. All right. <laughs> it's time for another segment of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Do it again without laughing. It's time for another segment of Good Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget Paul Harvey always did an ads <laughs> for macular degeneration. <laughs> I listened to that show so many times in the truck with my dad when I was little, and he always did ads for macular degeneration. It's just, it's just lasered into my brain. Call one eight eight five Empire today. Uh, good day. Wasn't that for carpet? The Empire thing? Yeah, flooring. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. I'll have fun cutting this out. (laughs) Ah, Leave it in. Screw it. (laughs) All right. My Pedersen luck story, uh, while we're talking about baseball and throwing, my Pedersen luck story relates to throwing someone who could not throw as good from the sandlot, as as good as the kids from the sandlot. (laughs) My... uh, Can we qualify this just a little bit more? Can we narrow it down just a bit? Well, I'm about ready to explain it. I'm just giving you shit. Oh, Uh, so my sister got married (laughs) summer, I don't know, 2008, I think. And Brett witnessed this. Brett was a first-hand witness to this. This could, I mean, this is, I was hot. I was hot. To say the least. So me and Brett (laughs) and Derek, the Harvard kid who destroyed my mom's pan and took all of her hard-earned ice she made um the ice defense move (laughs) (laughs) we sang in my sister's wedding uh and then afterwards when my sister and brother-in-law and their wedding party were driving around in um i think it was like a wagon being pulled by a truck or something it was more of like a trolley type thing yeah it was something old like that yeah and uh they had a cooler full of pop and stuff on there and Brett and Derek were in the back of my truck with a couple other of our friends and I was driving <laughs> my truck and we're honking and yelling, yelling and falling around the just married vehicle and making a scene like you do. And Derek decides <laughs> he wants a can of Mountain Dew from the wedding party's vehicle. 
and my brother so Derek screaming for the Mountain Dew my brother-in-law's friend uh who was a groomsman decides that I'm gonna throw Derek a Mountain Dew <laughs> and Cole what's his name <laughs> uh, Cole I'd advise you to stretch your arm and maybe work on your arm strength a little uh, if you hear this and you're playing catch with your son someday what ensued was him throwing a Mountain Dew to Derek in the back of my truck me watching it in slow motion be about seven feet short and watching it smash directly into my truck's windshield spiderweb the entire windshield and the can of pop rolls ever so gently down by my windshield wipers and slowly rolls off the front of my truck onto the road and everyone in the wedding wedding party vehicle sits in awe and just doesn't say a word with their hands over their mouths can't believe what just happened brett and derek and everyone in the back of my truck doing the same thing me blood boiling deciding if i want to step on the gas and ram into the wedding party vehicle and kill everyone in both vehicles <laughs> instead what i do is just hammer down pull away and head to the reception venue about throw the people in the back of my truck out of the vehicle yeah because yeah. i was pissed and i took off so fast uh, yeah and oh not a great day for you oh man i got to the wedding reception and everyone's laughing having a good time and i walk in like shaking i'm so mad i just wanted to kill this kid and uh my dad i tell my dad Actually, I know my dad was standing outside. I think he was like maybe talking with Barry and Jeff Hirschman. My dad goes, what happened? And I said a few not so nice things about the certain person that threw the Mountain Dew can. And I remember saying I couldn't wait for him to get there so I could uh, calmly talk to him um, about why he thought that was necessary to do that. <laughs> and, uh, uh -huh. It took about 10 minutes of my dad talking me off the ledge and telling me <laughs> not to ruin my sister's wedding <laughs> and to take a deep breath and not worry about it. Uh, and we'll just get it fixed. Uh, and I said, no, we will not fix it. We're going to get that kid's insurance information. We're going to call his parents if we have to. We are not fixing that. We are not paying for that. We did not do that. Eventually, of course, Mike having the big heart he did, we just paid for it. It was all copacetic. I remember Cole walked into the <laughs> wedding reception and walked by me and kind of half smiled. And I did not half smile back. I just <laughs> sat there, but I kept to myself and didn't bring it up. And everyone lived happily ever after. <laughs> I, I, <sighs> I remember. So, luck. I remember so much from that day, but probably the most vivid memory I have is immediately after it happened. Uh, something to know about Derek is that he has a very expressive face. Um, and so <laughs> as, as soon as that Mountain Dew and probably before it, it, once Derek realized it was short and then it ran through his head that he's the one that asked for this to happen. Uh, you could see it slowly hit his face. And then once the windshield spidered, uh, Derek looks at me wide eyed and, and uh, Derek, Derek's face can really wide eye and ghost out very quickly. Looked like his soul leapt from his body because he knew Adam was going to beat it out of him. And the only thought in Derek's head, other than Adam's driving a vehicle that I just ruined and he could easily throw me from it. <laughs> he, 
immediately hits the ground or you know, the bed of the truck. He like gets as low as he can. Like, I don't know if he can't see me, he can't be mad at me. I don't know. He was just trying to get out of sight and also probably uh, get into some sort of fetal position. Cause he was about to meet his maker. <laughs> it was, I'll never forget just the instant, just instant regret and shock and just pure like worry, uh, in his face that day. It was pretty magical. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause yeah, what I didn't mention when I was ex- explaining it is I was equally as mad at Derek as I was the kid who <laughs> threw the pop. Good. I, I wanted to make sure that he wasn't off the hook here. No. If he's listening now and thinking to himself, oh, wow, I, I got off the hook on that one. No, <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, if you're going to if you're going to miss miss long, don't don't miss short miss long. I mean, there was no chance that anybody had a chance of catching that. The only the only the only thing that had a chance of catching that pop was my windshield. <laughs> and it did it well, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> Shouldn't have had your music up so loud. <laughs> it's all the vibrations. The, the vibrations from the music pushed it back. <laughs> uh, if I wouldn't have had that music so loud, I would have heard Derek yell for the pop and I would have said, No, we're not it, doing that. I mean, it was right mm. around the time you might have been listening to some DMX and just stop, drop, spider web my windshield. <laughs> Hey oh oh gonna kill Derek tonight. <laughs> I'd like to uh well, you guys are shout out to Derek. <laughs> well, he brings it upon himself. Uh, coming from Steve, that really means something. <laughs> that carries some weight. <laughs> shout out to my cousin Alyssa who brought that story up to me that I had somehow forgotten about and did not have <laughs> written down in my Pedersen luck notes. So <laughs> shout out to you, cousin Alyssa. I appreciate that. Oh, if, if he has any yeah. nightmares, uh, he might be getting a call. <laughs> Boy. Well, more than likely this guy who threw it's like filing restraining order right now. <laughs> if he's smart. <laughs> or actually, uh, actually next Monday, he's probably yeah, gonna be filing restraining order. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we really, Steve, one of us should really reach out to him and give him a head start. But I, I think it's, I think it's more fun if we wait. <laughs> Just let him know Adam still wants to kill him. <laughs> well, I mean, nah, I don't know if we need to. Now. If we have to put those in a playful him, way. If I did see him, I might ask for his insurance information. <laughs> it's only been. Tell, Just wanted to tell him if he gets 10 people to follow, Adam will give him a hug. <laughs> and ask him for his insurance information. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Geico. Could you maybe take care of this? Uh, it only happened like a decade ago. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's close this thing down with a little overrated or what grinds my gears. And uh, then we'll hop on out of here. Steve, you want to start us off? Yeah. For the record, this is the most uncomfortable part of every episode for me. I just want the audience to know that. I'm not sitting here smiling and nodding anytime this is going on. I'm just sitting in terror, wondering what these two are going to be upset about this week. What grinds my gears? People posting stupid pictures of their children on Facebook or their... (laughs) 
for their six month old birthday or whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> Great. Your child's six months old. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Great, great. You got a blanket with a number on it. Congrats. (laughs) Maybe if it's a one-year birthday, okay, I could see that. But monthly countdown, don't give a shit. Well, I don't care that your baby's seven months old. My baby was born three weeks ago. Hey. (laughs) Don't fucking care. Hey, hey. If your baby's one, great. Have a party. I don't give a fuck about the six-month anniversary. <laughs> so Steve, Steve needs, uh, Steve needs you to only celebrate at twelve months because nobody calls it a year, which that confuses me. I know. Well, and then it's, I get why it's gonna start. It's gonna start pissing me off when people start posting. My baby's forty-eight months old. <laughs> that's that's lovely. That reminds me. That reminds me. Uh, the movie, Grown Ups. <laughs> when Kevin, the Kevin James, I don't remember his name in the movie, his character's name, but they they have a uh, four-year-old son, and he's still breastfeeding. And Chris <laughs> Rock, Chris Rock, and Adam Sandler, and all of them look at him, and and uh, they see the kid breastfeeding, and they look at Kevin James and go, "How old is he?" And Kevin James is uh, forty-eight months. <laughs> and Chris Rock goes, "That's four years." <laughs> hilarious one of the best movie lines ever exactly Uh, (laughs) see you can understand my my angry towards this stuff (laughs) steve's not very sentimental i don't know if if the audience has picked up on that yet or if they just know him like the entire audience of ours currently but yeah Yeah. not uh, married also uh, and has kids, so <laughs> some of you might not think so after hearing that. Thank God they're not months old. <laughs> uh, I will, I will say, there's been times in the past where I've, I've seen some of those posts. I'm like, I don't know, is this really necessary, or is it more of a, a excuse to have a giant party and but get a bunch of free gifts? But <laughs> I'm a big let's not do gifts guy, so that kind of stuff. It kind of grinds my gears, but it is what it is, I guess. I'm just, glad you agree, glad you agree, Adam. I don't, I, I, I don't really like gifts, man. I, I understand less about you on the daily. I really do. I'm just not a big gift guy. Don't like them. If it were up to me, we'd do no gifts at any celebrations ever. We'd just get together and hang. You and your I, nine imaginary friends just sitting there like, I hate gifts. I hate them too. Exchange, exchanging neat rocks to hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, that's the gift that keeps on giving. This is my first home run ball. <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever, if there's ever a rock hitting tournament, though, you're looking uh, at your champion. I, Years of practice. How many dents did that bat have in it? Oh, dude, it's still at the farm. I'll take a picture of it <laughs> next time I'm there and show it to you. It it is beat up. It's not round. It's like kind of square shaped a little bit almost. And it's bad. Does it look like those kids uh, who end up with like really crazy acne and just just craters 100%. all over their face? Hundred <laughs> percent acne bat. Brutal. <laughs> yep. Um. Well, I'm going to tell you what's overrated this week. I'm not going to do grind my gears, although this place kind of does grind my gears. But Great. it's time that we all I'm acknowledge. I'm glad that you're not doing, but also doing it. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, funny how I do that. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, it's time we all acknowledge that <laughs> maybe the most overrated restaurant of all time that's oh, not good boy. anymore is McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> they are overpriced. Their meat is made of Play-Doh. Well, okay, not all their meat. Their beef is made of Play-Doh, I'm pretty sure. Um, they're the most profitable restaurant chain in the history of infinity. Not true. Subway is above them now. All right. Well, that's insane. But uh, re- needless to say, McDonald's has a lot of money. There was no <laughs> need to jack their prices way up and be way more expensive than Burger King and other places. Like, come on, let's go. You're <laughs> o- you, you need to get you need to get your food better. Your beef stinks. Still got the goat fries. That'll be for the rest of the time greatest fries ever, McDonald's. But everything else, it's just not what it used to be. Used to love me some McDee's. It's not what it used to be anymore. Overrated. Can you uh, can you state your address and city where they can send the lawsuit for libel? <laughs> I also it's true. I also <laughs> would like to think that maybe like young Adam was okay with it, but now older Adam who has uh, a higher threshold for what he wants to eat. Who? No, no, no. I, I'm just young saying. Adam was with the dollar menu well that's my point my point being Young adam was with the actual dollar menu my point being that the stuff never really changed adam changed and now he's mad that they've been doing the same thing his whole life but that they confused him early on but that now he's like you know what no i'm better than you i don't need you anymore the the extra 27 the, the extra 27 cents is too much for him yeah you know brett remember last week when i said you were like my wilson Am I? It. Yeah. Improving it. <laughs> I like to just throw a couple insights at you and, and see if they hit you in a fashion that just really makes you sit there and ponder for a second. Like, did no, McDonald's change or is it my fault? You know? He's know. mad because I got three free medium fries yesterday and he never gets stuff like that. Yeah. No, in fact, they usually forget his fries, which he just said are the only thing worth eating there. So I, I better not see you in their drive thru anytime soon. That's all I'm saying. I am also mad that the last time I went there and got a Big Mac, uh, the patty was like when we were in Mrs. Galvin's art class and made our clay pots, <laughs> like the, the squishy clay version it was before we put them in the kiln. That's what my patty was made out of. Any First burger? Off, my, my pot's still sitting out in our garage right now. So. <laughs> wow. I, I still have mine somewhere, probably at the, in the Han household. But Impressive. the, uh, I mean, you're already setting yourself up for failure with the Big Mac it's such a bad sandwich that they have to put another bun in the middle of it just to like kind of make you feel special. Yeah. It's kind of overrated. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. There's only, there's only two things they have on the menu. that's any good anymore. The McChicken and their fries. That's it. And not this BK. new chicken, the, the McChicken. BK yeah, nugs are definitely better than McD's all day. They're a little different. I like them both, but yeah, I don't know. If I had to pick one, the problem with the BK ones for me is like they go cold so much faster than the McDonald's yeah. ones. That's the only real downside. It was way worse back in the day when they were shaped like the crown or whatever they, they thought a crown yeah. looked like. <laughs> I think BK's, BK still has chicken fries too, don't they? Yeah. Those, yeah. The, uh, yeah. If they don't overcook them. Yeah. You could be seeing any uh, shootings happening at McDonald's because their food ain't worth it. Wow, it's gonna be happening at BK where the burgers are but real. I'm, I'm still wow. pretty sure McDee's is using the original uh, Coca-Cola recipe 
where they put cocaine in their yeah. Fountain Coke. I'm not gonna lie, that they shit is coke. to die for. Same with the Diet Coke. I'll I'll speak for the diabetics. There is something about mm, it. Just they've they do. I I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed that they have a slightly different formula. It's like exclusive to them. Maybe that's just a, a, a urban legend. I don't know, but to me, it definitely does taste a little different. And to circle back, uh, just in case there's any uh, fact-finding champions out there, uh, when I said Subway is uh, is more profitable, what I meant to say was there's more Subway stores right now, or at least like at least before the pandemic, but I would assume still now. Uh, there's more Subways in the universe right now than there are McDonald's's now. Whether they've made That's more crazy. money or not, I don't know about that. So I'll I'll backtrack on saying that. But there there's just more stores, more subway stores, and that includes, you know, when they're in Walmarts and stuff like that too. So Huh. Yeah, they're giant now. Huh. Thanks, Jared. So what do you uh what do you got for this segment, Brett, before we roll on out of here? Well, a lot like you, I wanted to circle back to the BK story uh and speak specifically uh, to what grinds my gears uh, are people that don't understand uh, the drive-through. Now I get it uh, with uh, the pandemic and stuff. Uh, these drive-through lines are longer. Stuff's taking longer. I haven't seen anybody pop out with a gun and try to make it go quicker. But uh, <laughs> at the Panda Express that I frequent here in Des Moines, um, so it's off of a street. And there's a split. You come into kind of this little area and there's a split. If you go to the right, you're going to Panda Express. If you go to the left, you're going to McDonald's. Um, now, right away on that right-hand turn, you can pretty much get into the line for the drive-through. And that's where the first problem starts for some people who can't rub two brain cells together. So as soon as there's about three cars in that line, you could come in and make that right-hand turn and then just stop there. And that is in your brain where the line should be. Now, anybody, anybody, as long as it's not their first time doing this, should really think to themselves and think, okay, if a line stacks up behind me, it's not necessarily out into traffic yet, but that's a, that's, that, that's a lane out there that has to turn in and out. And if you start stacking people there, the people trying to go in or come out of both Panda Express and McDonald's, which is another place with a huge drive through line, it's going to be harrowing because you're going to have people driving around this line of people and going into a lane of oncoming traffic. So what you should do is you should drive around the building and loop, loop the line that way. And then if it gets around the building at that point, people just need to realize I need to go somewhere else. This line is yep. way too long. But instead, what people do constantly is they'll hang out and just leave their car there. And it's just baffling. Sometimes you'll get people that drive over to the McDonald's and they'll try to come straight across that way. So now their fashion is to they're essentially blocking traffic, getting out of Panda or into McDonald's or both. It's insane. But I at least respect them more because they're not pushing traffic back out you know, down around. And one time it got bad enough that it pushed it out around that. And then this is in like kind of a shopping center with like a Lowe's and a Target. But that line doesn't take very long to get out to an actual street light and then real actual traffic. Um, and it was wrapped all the way to that traffic light. And I was just in disbelief that not one person in that line thought to themselves, 
this can't be right. So what I've tried doing every once in a while, it depends if how hungry I am once I get my food. If I see the line trying to do that and yeah, I already have my food, I'll pull in to the spot they should be and essentially show them that this is where the line is. You need to drive around the building and get here. And it works all in line, uh, partner. Maybe 75% of the time, but man, there are some stubborn people who just really refuse to think or use any part of their brain. And man, are they angry, angry little people. But anyway, that that just really drives me insane. And I would actually understand uh, people more getting their guns out for that and freaking out. And <laughs> actually for a while at the beginning of all of this, Panda put out cones because they just, there was no other way to tell people like, don't be an idiot and put your car onto the street. <laughs> like we'll put cones up. Well then guess what? Kids kept stealing them or, and probably adults yeah. too. But I, I did seen that one coming. Oh yeah. So of course, like they tried to fix it. And, and of course uh, we can't trust humanity to do anything. So boom, those get stolen. Anyway, long-winded story people with drive-thrus just use your brain think about other people i know it's hard in 2021 to think about <laughs> other people but think about if somebody's behind me where's that car going and how bad could it be maybe i should drive around the building especially if you're in des moines going to panda express if i see you out in traffic i'm just gonna shake my head at you and tell you you're stupid all right <laughs> that's how sue sees it who is sue <laughs> that's a line the, from glee the boy named sue Really, Glee? Such an amazing show. Uh, like it would have been cooler if you said Johnny Cash or something like that, but Glee. I'm just Glee, glad. Maybe. I'm glad that in the same episode that we celebrate Sandlot, we're gonna say Glee's a great show. Thank you. Thank That's you for Glee. That. I love Glee, but Glee is not worthy of being the dirt on Sandlot's shoe. There we go. That makes me feel better. Man, Sandlot, so good. All right. That's episode five, y'all. Brett, Woo! social medias want to let them know where they can find us and like every single one of our photos from ever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just for the record, you don't, you don't have to do what Adam tells you to do. Uh, I certainly don't, don't. my Facebook. <laughs> I certainly don't. And neither do you, but Hey, if you want to check us out online, we've got a couple places you can look for us. Anywhere you're looking for us, generally speaking, if you look for BK Roads Bonfires, all one word, uh, you'll find us there. Twitter at BK Roads Bonfires. We're on, we got an account on Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. And of course, the one stop shop, the place to go, has links to everything and a bunch of different ways to listen to us. Anchor.fm forward slash bk roads bonfires check it out you won't regret it you probably you will not regret it i posted a picture to the account the other day of my stunningly beautiful piece of steak i was eating (laughs) oh my talk about food news anyway you can you can listen to us on sometimes adam's on his own podcast and me and steve are just staring at each other like is the is is he is he okay is he asleep did he have a seizure what's happening i was in my head talking to the kid that was catching for me when i played baseball in the yard by myself (laughs) talking to the kid the imaginary kid the you the other you okay 
<laughs> just making sure. Uh, uh, you can listen to us on Spotify. Uh, make sure to like and follow us there. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and follow us there. Stitcher. Uh, we're on Anchor, like Brett said. Uh, that's you know anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to us. We'd love a five star review. I feel like we're slowly getting better with each episode, and um, we're really enjoying it. So do that. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast. I love you, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> hut, hut? No, hut, hut. Yeah. Wanted to close Way it out. Way to drop the, the ball on that one. No, I wanted to close it out with a Sandlot line. Well, you can, but you got a hut, hut. People are expecting it. All right. It's okay. I got you. No, I'm, I'm going to redo the ending. No, no. Or are you done? I'm using my hut, hut. You're making right. more work for Brett. <laughs> You're killing me, Small. Here we fucking go. <laughs>